Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Alright guys, it's that time we gotta step in the ring with the greatest tag team on podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And now we're back after taking a week off for the holidays, and not only the holidays, but the birthday of Dizzle J. That's pretty fucking intoxicated a little last week. Yeah, man. You got to to, uh, share your birthday with a turkey. Yeah. So happy belated birthday on that. Thank you. Uh, it was nice to kind of take a break away from podcasting and stuff like that. It was really nice to kind of relax. Uh, but we're back. Yeah, it was good to see the family. Yeah. But Done talking about you. Yeah. We are done. We we got past I, I figured, it. I figured you saw your family. I too. gave my due diligence. Now we're done. That's it. We got too much to cover right now to sit and talk about our personal lives, Jay. Until we bear off later on. Yeah. Today, we start our top 100 all-time wrestlers of 2019. And we also learned that not to wait to the last minute to do a top 100. Maybe. Maybe. We'll never learn. No. What did they call that? <sighs> Procrastination, Jay. Jay. I'll look it up later. Yeah. So, guys, we are going to start our uh, 100 list of uh, current uh, starts. And just a disclaimer to this list as we dive into it and everything. Um, you're not going to see New Japan wrestlers on here, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor wrestlers on here. Uh, so much just because uh, the list is made of the wrestlers that we watch and we know right. most about. So there's going to be a lot of disagreements and how you guys feel that maybe our lists are completely wrong. And you're okay to do that because you're justified in your opinion. But deep down, you really should know that we don't give a fuck. <laughs> no fucks. Yeah. But we do encourage you to uh, comment uh, back to us on how you feel about our list as we go through it. We're going to spend the next four episodes, that's right, four episodes, four weeks, giving you the list as we give you uh, 76 through 100 today. And then obviously next week we'll do, uh, what is it, fucking 50 through 75 or whatever the hell it is. 75 through 51. 51 through 75. Um, So as we go through that for the next four weeks, and then we're going to wrap up season uh, two. With uh, the Freakies. The Freakies. The Freakies are coming back. It's Freakies. The Freak around. The Freak around. It's Freaky. How much can we sing before? Demonetized, Jay. Demonetized. Demonetized. This is a video. Now we don't make money from this. <laughs> now we do not make any money from our podcast. But we swore already. Yeah, we're good. Guys, speaking of uh, making money for the podcast, if you have yet to join Patreon, make sure you do so today. By going to patreon.com backslash JFW podcast, sign up for one of the many tiers we have available. If you go to our Facebook page and look at our latest uh, post on there about Patreon, you see all the tiers are right there for you to check out. Anything from a dollar to 15, depending on how much you contribute to the podcast to help it grow and make it better. Again, patreon.com backslash JFW podcast, sign up and help out the pot. Do it. Fucking do it. Just do it. Yeah, or if you don't feel like joining Patreon and you just want to help us out in a small other way, you can always go to tpublic.com, that's T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, search JFW, and check out all the merchandise we have available. We have so many designs that are uh, available to you guys to purchase on a plethora of merchandise, such as t-shirts, onesies, hoodies, polos, there's no polos, tank tops, fucking pillows, tapestries, magnets, stickers, pins, coffee mugs, traveler mugs, laptop cases, phone cases. Everything you need for this gift-giving season. That's right. Get it now so it's available by Christmas. Damn right. Right? We are so tired. (laughs) I am wide awake. I actually really want White Castle right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I got my second wind, as I say here. Yeah, see, see it, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did a lot of reading, uh, Jay, as I was uh, going through this list of uh, the top 100 we're finalizing yeah. before the show. Uh, it made me remember that uh, the best time to uh, get involved in reading is having someone read it to yourself. And the best place to do that is at audible.com. Yeah, because you can have them read to you in your car. That's right. Audible.com is a one-stop shop for all your audio reading needs. Uh, you just go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. You can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible. And on top of that, you get a credit towards your first book. That's right. Choose a book and listen to it for the next 30 days absolutely free just by going to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Now the commercials are out of the way. Da, 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 da. Yes. Yes. I got them all out. The only, the only thing we didn't do this week is uh, the freaking five. Yeah, well, and again, you know, with the holiday and everything, like yeah. that, it's like to. I guess really this week wasn't a holiday. We were recovering from last week. I don't. I don't say we. That's actually your responsibility. That's on you, Jay. That's on me. That's on you. But it's okay. We don't need to have a freaking five this week because, like I said, we do have a lot to go over. Yes. And uh, that's why it kind of seems like we're rushing. Kind of seems like we're just like forcing through everything, but. As uninterested as people may seem to be with the plugs and the advertising yeah. and some of that, it needs to be mentioned. Right. Because people need to know that our merchandise is available at tpublic.com, T-E-P-B-L-I-C, just by searching JFW. And Patreon is available to sign up for at uh, patreon.com backslash JFW podcast. And don't forget about audiotrial.com. Audibletrial.com backslash freaknet is also there. If you guys don't know what Freaknet is, Freaknet Studios is a uh, network that we are growing together between JFW Podcast, this freaking show, and the uh, gray area. That's right. Three podcasts come together as one as we start launching video content out there for your viewing pleasure. So make sure you guys look out for that and everything because Freaknet Studios is available on iTunes. I'm sorry. It's on Google Play and Facebook. Just by searching Freaknet Studios. Where do we want to jump into first? Um, God, there's so much. There is. Well, we gotta do the we gotta do the results from last week. Right. So, uh, let me do that. Let me let me let me get my share out because uh, so we agreed uh, going forward, I'll do Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and you'll take care of Impact and AEW. Right. Okay. I, I guess we can, we'll run it by dates, and I, I'm not really sure when does Impact come out. Impact is Tuesday. Impact is Tuesday. Okay, I'll do Raw. Then you go ahead and do Impact. Okay. I'll do NXT. You do AEW. We'll wrap up with my uh, SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah. Which uh, I don't. We didn't have a post show for Survivor Series, did we? Huh? No. How do you feel about Survivor Series? It was, I mean, it didn't. It didn't go the way I thought it would go. That's for sure. Shocked me. I yeah. I was surprised that next. I was absolutely happy with how it played out. Mm-hmm. To the where the right teams. Still became powerful, still got over, but still lost. Yeah. I guess, uh, so if you had a chance to watch Raw and everything, uh, overall it was a pretty good show. Uh, they opened up with Seth Rollins and uh, Kevin Owens in the ring. Um, Kevin got beat down by AOP. There's a lot of speculation about AOP and Seth Rollins being together. Uh, a lot of uh, mockery on uh, the social media about the uh, next uh, Shield. The new Shield. The new Shield. Um, Kevin Owens took on Bobby Lashley. Uh, pretty basic match. Uh, Owens defeated Lashley uh, via disqualification. Uh, surprisingly, it, it was probably one of the better matches of the night. And I, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Owens, and I like the like resurgence, yeah. especially you know him being at NXT War Games, which we were also at NXT War Games. Yes, so, so that's pretty cool. Thanks, Mama T. Yeah, God, Mama T. Plus, that fun Canadian destroyer on that fucking metal plate. Holy shit. Following that, uh, Kira Tozawa uh, took on Drew McIntyre, which isn't surprising because they need to feed somebody to Drew McIntyre to make him relevant and shit. And that's exactly what they did as McIntyre beat Tozawa. Tozawa had a good showing, though. Yeah, he did. I just, I, There's just something weird about him. I don't know what is that. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Like, he shits, but he can't shit. <laughs> McIntyre uh, then calls out Randy Orton. They have some words, obviously. Uh, AJ, Yoc, come out. It's a, people. They need to give people their time. Yeah, they they need people to get their time. It's like high school. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black uh, took on Tony Nice, which I'm a huge fan of Alistair Black. I I'm hoping that he does get a good push. 
Like, if anyone was to take the U.S. title away from AJ, I'd be okay if it was Alistair Black. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Black, of course, defeated Nice. Uh, Eric Young took on Andrade. And uh, if you guys had any uh, any predictions on it, of course, Andrade was going to win because he dates Charlotte Flair. Hey, you know, I, I, I tuned in there. I paid attention. I thought he was fighting a jobber for a second. Because I didn't, I didn't recognize EY without the... Uh, yeah, the sandy shit. Uh, yeah, the beard. Rowan took on Noe Jose. Obviously, Rowan win. And that's... The, so, so far, watching Raw and realizing all the shit that they're doing, it just seems like they're using a lot of guys as enhancement talent. Yeah. Nice, fucking uh, Young, Noe Jose. I mean, they're getting their time on... TV, which is awesome, but their characters are nothing now. Because they're just being fed to these fucking big Characters like No Way Jose, though, really usually don't get too far. I don't know. Adam Rose got pretty far. For a moment, they got beaten by a rabbit, but still. (laughs) Charlotte Flair took on the Kabuki Warriors in a handicap match. Unfortunately, did not win. But it was okay. Kabuki Warriors, huge fan of them. It's like you mentioned before we started recording. They're starting to make the uh, tag teams a little more relevant. Yes. So, and it's a legit tag. It's an actual tag team. I, I like the iconic. It was nice. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, this is like I told you they'd still be tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. I like you said what's your face would still be there too though. <laughs> Viking Raiders took on Mark Sterling and Mitchell Lyons. If you guys don't know who that is, they're fucking jobbers. Did you watch the Raw where Nick Cutler was in there? No. I think he was one of the security guards in the Chicago one. Really? Yeah. With Rusev where they stopped Rusev. I'll have to go back and look. I, th- I think it's him. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look. It's yeah, possible. He's at the Performance Center. Well, yeah. No, I, I've seen that. Yeah, invited, yeah. Yeah, you know, and shout, you know, shout out. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that when you do your, resu- yeah. your results. Yeah, we'll do that. Cause I, I'm pretty excited for that, too. Uh, uh, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, and Ricochet took on the OC. Huge fan of the OC. I wish more people would join. I wish it'd be bigger than what it is. Uh, but the OC did end up defeating them uh, in a match that was graded an A. Really? Yeah, it was an A, was an a match. Hmm. Yeah. So, and then obviously the show closed out following that and everything, which, why not close the show when AJ finishes? You know, best for lads. That's AJ's best. Okay, that's what I got for Raw. That's what we got. I got for Raw. So we had Impact this week. Impact started out with Eddie Edwards versus Brian Cage. Typical match, back and forth. Uh, Michael Elgin runs into the ring and double clotheslines Edwards and Cage. Mm-hmm. Referee calls for the belt, the bell. They can. Elgin continues the attack on Edwards. It's not after the break. Now it's a triple threat match. Shocker alert. Who knew that was going to happen? Uh, Michael Elgin ended up winning. I did, I did not watch this week, so I don't feel like I read anything this year. I just look at the results, man. Yeah. That's all the people want. People just want the results. Yeah, I then, doubt anyone really enjoys us doing this. Yeah. But we got to do it. There's all this crap, man. Austin, Ace Austin and Reno Scum versus the Rascals. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen the Rascals, but they're, they're pretty decent. I You know, I wish I had the channel where I could actually watch Impact. Uh, Ace Austin and Reno Scum end up winning. Joey Ryan backstage statement. RVD backstage statement. And, uh... Fuck yeah, backstage statement. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Then it was Johnny Swinger versus Petey Williams. I'm can I said I'm glad Petey Williams is back. And I I always enjoy Petey Williams. Poor Petey Williams though. And he got stuck in the one interview. Everyone stole his Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Mm. What they call it? It's Key to Sunrise or something on the What does Adam Cole call it? Something Sunrise. Yeah, but Tequila Sunrise was uh uh, Conan submission. Maybe it was Tequila Sunset. I don't know what Adam Cole called it, but Adam Cole crushes it when he does it. 
Yeah, that's different. Uh, P.D. Williams ended up winning. And then the main event was ODB versus Taya Valkyrie, which I didn't even know ODB was back. Yeah. Which is good, because she was always somebody I enjoyed. Uh, ODB actually ended up winning the match. Post-match, uh, Jordan Grace comes out of the flask for her and drinks an ODB. And that closes out the show. Nice. NXT followed on Wednesday, obviously. Uh, I didn't check, but uh, I know last week, NXT BAW for the first uh, last week. Weeks, yeah. yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Excuse me. After Dakota Kai got herself disqualified to punish uh, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley stepped up to be the captain. To the captain of Team Kick, number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship, needs to get payback for her friend before turning to Shane Baszler. A timely assist for Ed Cole allows Finn Balor to hand Tommaso Ciampa a devastating loss. However, the Prince did not care to work with NXT champion, catching him with a Pele kick. Both Ciampa and Balor to close in on Cole and the NXT Championship. Mm-mm-mm. That'd be a cool triple threat match. Yeah. Killian Dane took on Petey Williams, which, uh... What? Called... Yeah. Petey Williams? But of course I mean Pete Dunn. I just like Petey Williams. Is he on our list? He's not on our oh, list. Oh, man, he's not on our list. That's a shame. My bad, Petey. Anyways, Killian Dane took on Pete Dunn. We saw the triple threat match oh, including yeah. Priest and NXT World Games. Fucking incredible. Uh, Dane picked up the win against Dunn. And I got to say, ever since he lost that title to uh, Walter, I don't think his mind's been there, man, because he hasn't been picking up a lot of wins. No. Not at all. No. But it was a good showing. <sighs> uh, excuse me. Fucking necklace is bothering the fuck out of me. Holy shit. I'm getting out of that. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, Keith Lee came out, cut a promo, promised the Undisputed Era that he's going to take their gold. Big fucking dude. I'm not sure if you saw him launch Adam Cole into the fucking fans. Like, I saw that fucking meme. I thought oh, it was yeah. Legit. No, that shit was legit. No, yeah, I saw that. That was fucking crazy. Uh, Shan Baszler took on uh, Zaya Lee. Uh, Baszler defeated uh, Lee in a submission. Not a great match, but it wasn't a horrible fucking match. The Forgotten Sons, my fucking favorite faction, uh, took on Adrian, Alanis, and Leon Ruff. Uh, Cutler and Blake from the uh, Forgotten Sons picked up the win against them. Uh, squash match, really, nothing special. Uh, let's see here. Mia Yam gets revenge on Dakota Kai. Shannon Baszler gives Rhea Ripley a title match. Uh, it's a good promo. Everyone got their words and everything. And of course, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley is. It's it's hard to even say that she deserves to be in Raw and SmackDown because what NXT is now. Yeah. So, but she's definitely gonna be a top uh, person. Cassis Ono took on uh, Matt Riddle. Riddle beat Ono, which he always seems to do every time they face each other. I don't know why they're even trying anymore. Kushida took on Cameron Grimes. Uh, Kushida picked up the win against Cameron. And to round out the night, the Undisputed Era took on Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Dominic in what seems to be a six-man tag team match where Ciampa Lee and uh, Dakovich picked up the win. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Dynamite. Dynamite. Start off with Dustin Rhodes and the Young Bucks for Sammy Whatever, and Santana and Ortiz. Sammy Guava? Yes, yeah, Sammy Guava. Guava? Guevara. Uh, is it a fruit? Uh, Dustin Young Bucks defeated Guava and Ortiz. Uh, the match was graded in A, so check it out. Then it was Trent versus Ray Phoenix. And Phoenix defeated Trent, B+. Trent Barrett is part of the best friends, right? The uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cody comes out and dresses some fans. I don't fucking care. Nyla Rose versus Liberian. Leva Bates. Uh, Rose defeats Bates. I don't know if you've seen this guy, but he's like small. 
Tyler Bate? No. Patrick Bateman? Patrick Bateman. Bate my time. <laughs> What's next for Jerry? Was AEW always into the uh, intergender matches? I'm not sure. I know Impact does them a lot. WWE I, really I stays thought, away from I it. I thought AEW was going to stay away from it. Mm. From what I was understanding. Uh, Chris Stratlander versus Hikura Shida. Uh, Stanley defeated Shida. B. Matt's got a B. Christopher Daniels versus Pentagon Jr. That sounds interesting. Pentagon defeated Daniels. C+. Plus. That seems weird. That does seem weird. Yeah. Joey Janela, the bad boy, versus John Moxley. Moxley wins. Did your final freaking thought have anything to do with Janela? No. Did you hear that he's uh, in a trademark dispute with WWE about the bad boy thing? Why? Because of Razor Ramon? No, because of Rusev. They're trying they're starting to call Rusev the bad boy. And uh, he's trying to trademark it before they can because he's been using it for so long. He's been using it for a long time. He's been the bad boy Jerry Janela for a while. Yeah. Thought that was pretty, uh, pretty fucking funny after all the other bullshit with Bash at the Beach that he's making a big fuss about. And yeah, yeah. I guess uh, Jericho came out after the match and stared down Moxley. I guess where that's gonna go. Dun, dun, dun. They might have a match. Heard AEW has a new signing, Jay. New signing? Heard he signed a new star. Oh, yes. They did. One we're familiar with. Yeah. Cult Fowler of all uh, of all people. Hey. Sometimes he's got to cruise right into the deal. She shaved her head, Jay. Did she shave her head? She shaved her I fucking head. She it. shaved her fucking head, Jay. Sad. It worked for the Straight Edge Society. Yeah. But hey, shout out to Mel- uh, Melanie Cruz getting signed by AEW. Uh, she made an appearance last week on the AEW, uh, joining Awesome Kong and Brandy in their little cult thing that they're starting up. Really fucking cool to see her, uh, you know, really step forward into right. that. So that's really cool. So shout out to uh, Melanie Cruz. Uh, I don't know what that's going to leave ARW and all that, but. <laughs> Bigger, bigger things that are ahead of her. So, awesome. Congrats. You have to do what's best for you. Fuck and, and that's what I always tell people. Good job, Fuchsius. Appreciate that. That's what you got. You fucking Two dizzle. <laughs> All right, so we got SmackDown Friday. The Miz promises to help Daniel Bryan before Bray Wyatt threatens Miz's family. Um, Miz, microphone. It's always good stuff. Always oh, yeah. You, you give Miz a mic and he's on. Yeah. Lexa Bliss uh, returned to the ring, took on Mandy Rose. Bliss uh, defeated her. Uh, then I gave it a D. Goddess uh, ripped out her fake eyelashes. Oh, oh, yeah. I did see something about that. Goofy ass shit. <clears throat> Elias and uh, Dana Brooke make a joke of Drake Maverick. Okay, cool. Heavy Machinery took on The Revival, who took on Mustafa Ali and Shorty G, who took on the Lucha House Party and what seems to be a number one contendership for the SmackDown Championship in a fatal four-way elimination. Uh, the Revival ended up winning. Lacey Evans took on Haley Jones. Uh, Evans won. Local competitor. Which probably they gave it a C plus in a squash match. Shout out. Roman Reigns took on Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Reigns picked up the win. Fucking the spear through the timekeeper's table that wow. he did on Rude. Fucking vicious, man. Like, I know it's breakaway, but for the love of God, it fucking. Uh, every time. It, it looks like it hurts. Yeah. I'm sure it does to a degree. Oh, yeah, I believe it does. And, uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, that wrapped up the evening. Doesn't seem to be a whole lot of matches. 
No, you know I'm okay with that. I'm okay if 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 Fox really wants their matches to go longer, I'm okay with that shit. And I, the Fatal Four Way took up quite a bit of it, which it should. Yeah, it definitely should. Yeah. Is that all the results, Jay? That's all the results. Is that the end of the show? Not the end of the show. Not even fucking close. Not Jay. even close. We're really Not like twenty minutes even in. Fucking close. Yeah, about twenty five minutes in. <laughs> Eh, let's talk about your personal life. We want to talk about no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Guys, before we dive into our, uh, our our list and everything, I want to remind you that December 21st, SCW Christmas Bash is coming to Clifton Commerce. Yes. So you guys know, you guys know, we mention it every time an SCW show comes around. Tickets are $12 at the door. Door opens at 6, both times at 7. You can pre-purchase your tickets. For just ten dollars, all you gotta do is go to Fit Body U, Genesis Martial Arts, or Glassworks, all down in Bourbon A. Pre-buy your tickets for ten dollars. I buy them twelve dollars at the door. Uh, I think they are collecting gifts and stuff for uh, a children's charity. I don't have all the information on it. I'll as soon as I do, I'll get it. Obviously, uh, we are going to. Uh, I guess like not obviously because you gotta see how. Uh, how much Sentinel cares about doing his job first, but we should get a match card where we go over next week. Um, we're going to see how next week works because Jay's going out of town for work and we got to see how the recording is going to work uh, that, you know, with that happening. See, when I, when I thought about it, I was like, you know, we, we test out the, the phone thing that leaves us open to where we can do mm-hmm. phone interviews and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so we it should work. So we should have a show next week. If for some reason something messes up, we may not be here next week, but we'll get something figured out for sure. But uh, no, we got hopefully we'll get a match card for next week. Give you guys an idea of what matches are going to take place. Hopefully, Hunter uh, puts his title on the line against somebody for a change. That would be kind of nice. Well, uh, Cage is the new uh, Genesis champion, and he yeah he fought it. Uh, he he uh, took it overseas. Yeah. So now it's an international Genesis championship. Ooh. Yeah. It's impressive. I'm impressed. They should tag that out of that. Ooh, they should. They should. They should. If Sentinel has any sense in marketing, he would. Oh, definitely. Right. He probably doesn't even know it. Defended over the defended all over the world. Yeah. Europe. <laughs> I guess let's dive into this uh top hundreds list. Like I said, we're gonna do seventy six through hundred today. As we count down over the next four weeks. This and, uh, is so, so hard to do. It is. Well, and then like, well, and when we put it together, because we made our own list. Right. And then we came to compromises. And we found that 30% of our list wasn't the same. Right. So we broke it down even further. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different than the other lists you guys may see online and everything. Because we combined the tag teams as one. And not separate them and everything. Right. So this is a top 100 list of stars and tag teams. And we ranked them based on how we feel that they entertain us. Yeah. Our yeah. opinions suck it. Yeah. So we're going to start the list here with number 100, which is Sami Zayn. Who hasn't been doing too much in the ring, but has been doing a great job being yeah, he's been the mouthpiece for yeah. Shinsuke. Yeah, which is awesome because... Shinsuke should never talk. <laughs> no whatsoever. But it's cool because I mean, like, I even when Sam Zayn got brought up from NXT, he doesn't seem to like had much going with his career. Right. I mean, he had that little few thing with Braun Strowman where I think he handed Braun Strowman his first loss, even though it was a countout. I mean, that was pretty cool. McFoley kind of did that for him, but he just—it doesn't seem like he constantly is relevant on his own. He needs to be attached to somebody like right. Kevin Owens and now Shinsuke. But uh, ninety-nine, uh, we got Santana and Ortiz, the uh, tag team from the Inner Circle. Right from AEW, they started out as LAX in Impact Wrestling, mm-hmm. or the new LAX. Yeah. Carmella uh, comes in at ninety-eight. Uh, Obviously, uh, former 24-7 champion. Uh, uh, she's been pretty relevant because... I I don't want I, I don't know if I should say it's because of our truth or not, but... Because of a partnership with our truth. Yeah. 97, we got Baron Corbin. 
Uh, strictly for the fact that he won the uh, King of the Ring. I mean, also, yeah, he faced Kurt Angle, but... He, the, he has so much natural heat because people just don't like him. Yeah, well, they fucking... They, they keeps trying. Yeah. I hate the fucking robe, but I do like the fucking scepter. I will say that. 95 is uh, Mia Yim. Uh, I had... Uh, I. I was on my, when I was driving home today, or not today, uh, Friday, I was listening to uh, Lillian Garcia's Chasing Glory podcast. Yeah. Mia Yim was on it. It is an incredible fucking podcast. I mean, her story is awesome. I definitely recommend you, uh, you listen to it when you get a chance. Because she talks about, I mean, it's really cool to hear these like wrestlers talk about like their actual personal lives. Um, but, I mean, fucking Mia's a badass. And to hear about like more about her that I didn't even know about, like she wrestled in TNA Impact as Jade. That is her, then. Yeah, I know exactly who she is. Yeah, so it is pretty cool. So she, I think she had a good year too. Uh, Ninety four, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and he's good. He's just I don't know. It's not clicking one hundred percent with him yet. No, well they I mean they fed him to AJ a lot. Yeah. So but. Still had a good year. I mean, 205 Live, before it ended, he, he had a good run and everything, so. Uh, Tony Storm comes in at 93. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I like her. I, I think she, I, I, especially in uh, the NXT UK, you know, so. 92, Samoa Joe. I mean, obviously, he's not wrestling right now. He's on injury, but they do have a commentary table. So keeping him relevant until he's healthy enough to come back. Look at the with uh, Punk and yep. Macho and yeah. ninety one Street Profits. Uh, it it was nice that they actually had a match on Raw. They spent a lot of time hanging around Raw and everything. They had a match and they finally got that match. I mean, and they split their time between NXT and WWE and even being NXT tag team champions. Well, I mean, and they want the smoke. Yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae's at number 90. Great showing at the War Games. Oh, definitely. And, uh, I mean, she just, she kept herself, you know, growing throughout the entire year. So. She had a nice comeback this year. Yeah. Forbes Scott, number 89. Some of the newer, newer guys on NXT who's just kind of, like, killing it right now. Yeah. He, uh, I think the first time I saw him actually wrestle was when he tagged with uh, Brizongo and took on the Forgotten Sons. Nice. So that was a pretty good match. Sean Spears comes in at number 88. The chairman. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason he's on this list because of his chair shot. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself relevant. Get on the list. Right. And also the fact that he still does the 10 thing. Yeah, that's kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that shit needs to die. Uh, Humberto uh, Carrillo comes in at number 87. Uh, he had a lot of good matches with AJ Styles and had like a brief feud with that. Um, he's still on Raw every single Monday. So I, I think his growth is going to continue on um, way past 2019. Oh, definitely. Uh, number 86, Sue Young. The Undead Bride. She is scary as fucking fun to watch in the ring. Is she scarier than Rosemary? She's as scary. Yeah. Uh, 85, we got Moose. Who continues. He, great in the ring. I hate him on the mic. Hate him on the mic. I hate when he talks. And I know I shouldn't make fun of his speech impediment, but. Now he came from Ring of Honor, right? He's next football player. Okay. I thought there was something like with him, like almost signing with WWE or something like that, or TNA from Ring of Honor. He chose TNA, but. Everything is somebody else. Darby uh, Allen comes in at number eighty-four. One of the new younger guys at AEW. Um, finisher is the coffin. That thing's awesome. He just jumps off the top rope, crosses his arm, and lands on you. I've seen him miss it. He's out right now in injury though. Britt Baker is number eighty-three. Badass finisher. Badass tap out procedure, where she's just got, she's got your arms wrapped up, and then she starts pulling on your teeth, like a mandible claw type of deal. Oh shit! Have you not seen it? 
I think I have, but I it's not recently. I'm gonna say not recently, but I think I have. I saw her debut match a few weeks ago on yeah. AEW, which was I mean it's really cool. And plus, I think this is Adam Cole's uh, girlfriend, right? So she also was uh, shot at NXT War Games, so that makes her uh, more popular than anyone on the AEW roster. <laughs> so let's see her number eighty-two, Orange Cassidy. I just enjoy the guy. He's a funny fucking dude. I I I love the uh, kicking of the uh, shins, going into the double drop kick. Uh, he comes off the top rope. I've, I've seen him wrestle an entire match with his hands in his pockets. Found a gimmick that works, man. Hey. Uh, eighty one was Lacey Evans. Uh, she fought Natalia at Saudi Arabia. Right. First time that ever uh, happened, which is very cool. Uh, she had that Extreme uh, Rules match with uh, Baron Corbin against uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. And they had, fucking Natalia and her had a Last Woman Standing match that was great this yeah. year, too. Yeah, so. Maybe she deserves to be higher, but, I mean. Uh, Nikki Cross uh, follows her at number 80, former tag team champ with Alexa Bliss. Uh, had a couple title shots of her own, so. Samoa Joe comes in at 79. Shoot, we got Samoa Joe in here twice. Look at that. Look at that. 66% over there. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think we did this together, right? Yeah, you did all typing. That's true, I had to. <laughs> uh, well, I, bonus then. I used paper and pen. <laughs> okay, I'm not editing this. A bonus, that means we didn't forget somebody, so I'm going to throw Bobby Lashley back in there. Because we took him out because we thought that we had 101. So, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put Bobby Lashley at number 100 because fuck him. Don't give two shits about Bobby Lashley as I physically type as I go here. And I'm going to go ahead and give Sami Zayn one of Samoa Joe's spots. And I guess I'm going to give him number 92. So, congratulations, Sami Zayn. You got bumped up. You got bumped up. Which also, I still fact I, I love Sami Zayn. El Generico. Uh, again, Samoa Joe, we gave her reasons earlier. I can't wait for him to come back from injury, and I'm hoping to God he can have a a title run? At least a year where he doesn't fucking get hurt. Yeah. If not, maybe it's just time to call it. 78 Iconics won the Titan Championships at WrestleMania. Held them for uh, quite a bit. Didn't have too many title event uh, defenses, but it was a true tag team. Actually uh, fought with the titles. I think they uh, wrestled at the Super Show down in Australia yeah. as well. Um. They're just funny fucking people. And they're like legit friends. I think that makes the tag teams a lot better. Uh, Drew Gulak comes in at 77. Uh, Gulak also held his first Cruiserweight title this year. Yes, he did. Uh, Before he he lost it to Leo Rush. In a great match. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. And I I like his new look. I didn't like it, like his clean-shaved, like goofy look. I like his newer look that he has. With his name, he needs a beard. Yeah. And wrapping up the... uh, First part of our list is Allie at 76. Yeah, Allie was uh, a bubbly character at first, and then teamed up with Rosemary, some cool shit happened, and then she kind of flipped the script and reinvented herself. And she's, she's pretty damn good in the ring, too. Awesome. Awesome. Right, just to recap the list that we have, uh, Bobby Lashley, Santino Ortiz, Carmella, Baron Corbin, Bianca Belair, Mia Yim, Cedric Alexander, Tony Storm, Sami Zayn, Street Profit, Candice LeRae, Swerve Scott, Sean Spears, Humberto Carrillo, Sue Young, Moose, Darby Allen, Brett Baker, Orange Cassidy, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Samoa Joe, Iconics, Drew Gulak, and Allie. Seventy-six. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we I mean we mentioned like one of our biggest things about the podcast is we want you guys to interact with us as much as possible. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching DW Podcast. I will post 79 through 100 up on our podcast later on this week. Guys, check it out. If you feel that maybe somebody's too low on the list, 
go on and leave a comment or somebody who doesn't deserve to be on the list at all. The entire list will be posted eventually as we release our, our 25. Uh, we'll also release on social media. The full 100 will be put together as a whole on social media as well when it's all said and done, probably at the end of Season 2 as we do rad, uh, wrap it up here with 2019. Which I'm so excited for 2020 and Season 3 because we're going to release our new logo. Yes. I decided we are going to wait. Cool. I don't I don't want to release it until we're absolutely ready for it. Um, I haven't told Jay yet who it is, but there's potential to have a third host of JFW. Mystery partner. Yeah. We're like the NWO. We're going to have a third man. So uh, I'm really excited to see how that works out. I'm going to talk with them this week. Try to figure out recording times and how everything's going to work out and what to expect coming on to JFW and what we do here as a group because this isn't something that we can just throw together and do. I mean, we are senior recording at, it looks like, 3 in the morning oh, geez, yeah. to get this podcast up, edited, and out to you guys as soon as possible. Um, Jay, let's wrap up with our final freaking thought. All right. You want me to go first? You want to go first? Um, I don't know. Do you want to read all your five and I read all my five, or do you want to go back and forth? I like the back and forth thing. Okay, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, WWE, WWE announcing Morrison signing without hesitation. Oh, look at that. It's my first one. Was it really? Fuck yeah. I'm glad that they finally announced it. I, th- I think it was, uh, I think it was pretty fucked up that, uh, he made it seem like it wasn't going to happen, yeah. but... Um, no, I mean, I, I think it's pretty cool. I know they said they don't know where he's going to end up, and I'm kind of hoping it's NXT. I was hoping they would do something special, though. No. Like if The Miz needed a tag team partner, and all of a sudden Morrison's music hits. That's would have been cool to do. That'd but... be cool to do. Samoa right. uh, so Joe's as a commentator until he's cleared to wrestle. He's Feel that's wise or even useful? I think he's good on it. I enjoy him on there. Yeah. But it kind of seems like there's two heels. Yeah. Because King's kind of a heel. Mm-hmm. But they're two very different yeah. heels. Well, it's weird that the guy that was originally out there decided he wanted to go back and try to be an in-ring competitor. So he's just like, I'm going to step away and go back to the performance center. I mean, it's cool that, you know, that they give Joe a reason to maintain his relevance, you know, in the company. But, I mean, the guy's been with WWE for, you know, a few years now. And he just, I don't think he's wrestled for longer than nine months. No. Injury prone. Oh, I'm nice. Uh, Speculation says that The Fiend is turning people into darker versions of themselves or maybe even bringing back... Past gimmicks. Like a Ministry of Darkness? Like Minion and Viscera? Like he pushed Seth Rollins to that point where Seth Rollins almost killed him. He brought Dan Ryan back to using the Yes movement. Maybe. I dig it. It's something different. It's working. I hate... Well, yeah. I can use that as a question since uh, we had the same one earlier. The new fucking fiend tag belt, or the new fucking uh, fiend belt, seven grand. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Seven thousand dollars. They're all handcrafted. It's seven thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting one, so not even close. We didn't sell enough T-shirts. No. We could touch yet, one, maybe. I don't want to touch it. Seven thousand dollars. If I touch it, it breaks. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Arn Anderson, uh, Anderson released what he believed to be the modern four horsemen, in his opinion. Cody Rhodes, Braun Strowman, and the Revival. Your thoughts on that? Jesus. Yeah. They'd be a hell of a four horsemen. Yeah. Braun Strowman just kind of like seems like he would tower over him. That would just be an awkward thing. Yeah. He'd be the Arn Anderson. Yeah. I think he was more the Tully. Blanchard, though. Yeah, uh, that could have been. Because the revival is, uh. Olean. Yeah. Maybe he could have been Mongo. Fuck yeah. We had to do in our watch long son. There's, <laughs> there's, there's so many WCW pay per views I want to do. 
Hang on. <laughs> what do you think of the feed belt? <laughs> Like the seven thousand dollar ones that not, they're selling, or like not not take the price away from it, and just the belt. Just itself. just what it looks like. Yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I I guess his face. I understand that, but why? Yeah, I mean, is he gonna wear it? Well, when he came out uh, with the belt, he had it wrapped around his head. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, what we faced Daniel Bryan for and everything he walked out of us. Uh, yeah, you didn't see that Survivor Series? Oh. Oh, yeah. And he faced Daniel Bryan he was walking out with the belt. Was, he just had it. It's like when uh, how Bubba Ray Dudley did it when they were tag team champions. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why he's doing it because it's, it's just hanging there. It's like, oh, shit, it's in her fucking face. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just. I, I get that everyone ha, you know once in a while a personalized belt comes on and everything, yeah. but it still has some rev, you know relevance to like a fucking belt. You know this just seems like a big ass belt. Like they stretch his face out. Yeah, yeah. You're next. Uh, there was an article I read uh, talking about Lars Sullivan's going uh, through rehab to get ready to come back. Lars has had so many problems since being on Raw between the panic attack and the injury and stuff like that. Is it even worth WWE? I don't like, think so. Anymore? I, I really don't think so. They're gonna they're gonna come build up like a monster like they did Rusev and then mm-hmm. shiny toy gets put away. Yeah. Uh, who dethrones Becky? Ooh. I don't want it to be, but I think Alexa might. I mean, she is back, but she'd have to move back to Raw in order yeah. to do so. If you look strictly at Raw, probably fucking Ronda. Oh, Jesus. I've been waiting for her to come back in one of these episodes. Yeah. Well, I know she's talking about you know wanting to have a family and stuff, but I don't know if that's even fucking happening, but I mean, who on the Raw roster right now could be women's champion other than Becky? I'm not even sure who's all on the roster. Right. I mean, maybe give Natalia an opportunity before her career comes around. I'd like to see her get another shot and another run with yeah. it. Lacey Evans, maybe if you like ready for her. Fuck, I wouldn't mind seeing Rhea Ripley go up and take you know and take the title like fucking Paige did against uh, AJ. Yeah, first night out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champa was also on uh, Lena Garcia's podcast a couple weeks ago, and they're talking about. You know, the possibility of him ever moving over to Raw and SmackDown. He said that uh, he, if they ever asked him to move to Raw and SmackDown, he would retire and want to take a producer's role at NXT or a training role at uh, the um, Performance Center. Wow. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. Well, he says, I mean, he has a kid at home, he has a wife, and the schedule works for him. Like, yeah. He says he never wants to go to Raw and SmackDown. And, like, there was even mention, like, he even made the joke about it. You know, it's like, you know, like, uh, somebody said to him, it was like, I never knew anyone to throw money away. But, I mean, sometimes money's not more important than family and stuff. And he's obviously proven that where right. he sees NXT. And that's another thing. Like, I mean, eventually, are you going to see NXT stars make what Ross Beckham They're going to have to. I mean, it's, it's the same concept. It's just smaller smaller venues. But they don't travel everywhere. They're not on the road through 300 some odd days a year yeah. either. Well, I mean, what the fuck were they doing during this whole Survivor Series thing? Working every night. Right? I mean, were they getting paid fucking to be on SmackDown and Raw? Or the Survivor Series? Fucking how much did Adam Cole make last weekend? Probably a shit ton. They didn't make anything. <laughs> probably did it for the experience. They did it for the love. Yeah. And the money. Uh, AEW sales and ratings are going down. <laughs> Shiny new toys over or... You heard the podcast 83 Weeks, Eric Bischoff? Yeah. They made a joke on there. I guess somebody uh, sent a tweet to uh, Conrad, who uh, co-hosted with Eric Bischoff, and it's like, hey, it looks like NXT beat AEW out this week. Is the next podcast going to be you and Cody Rhodes doing seven weeks? Yeah, I think I even said that, man. It's just, it's, it's, 
It's good, but I mean, it's not gonna fuck. It's not WWE. It's not. It's definitely not NXT. I think they need to switch days. I I think, uh, and I wish I remember who said it because it's not my original thought, but somebody said that they they just do way too much of one thing, and it's just really flashy, high yeah. you know wrist moves and stuff. Which I mean, it's nothing against them for doing. It. I mean, that's what their whole company is. I mean, they're all high flyers except for what Dusty and uh, fucking Luchasaurus. I mean, yeah. all the other ones are like yo know, Lucha Libre, high flying, you know, fast moving. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no super heavyweights or anything. No, there's there's no mix of like um, big guys move sets yeah. move sets. Um, Plus, I, I I don't know how true it is, but like I saw an article saying that uh, that there's a there was an issue from the Moxley Omega uh, hardcore match. Yeah, there's something going on to where Did the sports commission. It's supposed light to be a lights in? out match, but the lights weren't out and stuff like that. And they're you're not allowed to purposely blade somebody okay. anymore. And they fought with barbed wire, breaking across each other's backs. Yeah. I mean, they're not dead. They're not seriously injured. What does it matter? Yeah. You know fucking Vince was laying in bed tugging on himself reading that fucking article. Right? Oh, man, shit. No, I, th- I think it's just a low. And I I, I think there will constantly be roller coasters yeah. and stuff between AEW and NXT. But yeah, no, they, they should move dates. You know, look at Thursday. Yeah, definitely. Guys, we mentioned before, Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And let all your friends know who are also wrestling fans. If they're looking for a podcast to listen to, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean. Just by searching JFW or Just Freaking JFW podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Again, all our merchandise is at tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW, check out the merchandise and everything. Christmas is right around the corner, so get it ordered and get it here in time for the holidays. Thanks again to Audible.com for sponsoring our podcast. Make sure you check out audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today to get your 30-day free trial plus your credit towards your first book purchase. Give it a shot. Maybe it's for you and you'll like it. If not, cancel anytime. We also have Patreon. Again, that's the place where you guys contribute to the podcast to make it grow and make it even better. And that is at patreon.com backslash JFW Podcast. We are part of Freaknet Studios, along with this freaking show and the gray area. All three of our podcasts are available on Google Play, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Podbean. All you gotta do is search this freaking show, just freaking wrestling, or the gray area. <sighs> That's all I got. Time to read about this episode. Perfect as always, I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. And thanks for listening to another episode. Just freaking wrestling. The JFW podcast. Peace.